Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Apparently, the uh, holiday travel season has begun. Fear not, weary traveler tuning into 95.5 WSB. We've got you covered. Traffic updates throughout the Thanksgiving holiday. Airborne advantage. Massive coverage tomorrow, which might be, low T. Chuck, the busiest travel day of the year. Ugh. Exactly. Um, and I, I've got a weird schedule tomorrow. Uh, I'll be, I'm will be. i filling in for Eric. Uh, no. Von Hessler. The yes. first Eric. Uh, as Fred, as Fred called him this morning, Van Hessler. Van I'm filming for Van Hessler tomorrow from nine to noon, and then I'll be back here tomorrow from four to seven. Not doing my show though; I'll be doing traffic because that—that's how bad traffic is going to be tomorrow. So we got you covered. It's the planes, trains, and automobiles edition of uh, WSB Radio tomorrow, starting with Atlanta's morning news with Scott Slade at four thirty a in the uh, a.m. And uh, apparently, already traffic is really bad. I had a really light commute coming in here. I was like, oh, this is great. But no. I, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> Apparently it sucks yes. everywhere else. So we got you covered. Don't worry. We're going to keep you entertained today. I want you to think about this, dear listener, as you're driving around. Think about the best piece of advice you've ever been given in your life. Just just think about that for a second. Do you, do you have something that jumps out at you, Deb Green, producer of the Mark Aram Show? Mm. Best piece of advice anyone's ever given you? Mm, no, I think I have to think about it. All right, think about it. it. I, I sprung that on you. So, so I think the best piece of advice that, and I don't even know who gave it to me, probably my fifth sixth grade teacher um mrs santo who used to be a nun she's got a she wrote a book she's it's a crazy story she she was a nun and then fell in love and and left the nunnery is that what they call nunneries sure not a creamery convent. a nunnery a convent she left the convent married this man and they were married for 50 years did he have the cavorka he had the cavorka <laughs> exactly <laughs> did right. she ever go back to church i mean that's yeah she was thing. very she was catholic very religious it was god's calling yeah she yeah. god called the cavorka anyway I think it was Mrs. Santo that gave me this piece of advice. And it was probably because I was being uh, a rambunctious sixth grader. She said, Mark, pick your battles. That was her piece of advice to me. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? Pick your battles. She's like, listen, there's there are things in life worth fighting for. And there are things in life that aren't worth fighting for. And I've, I've carried that piece of advice in every a- facet of my life. Whether it's my personal life, my work life, with my friends, with my family. I've learned to pick my battles. I'm not going to raise a big fuss um, if Alex Williams drops a lot of crumbs in the traffic center because he's eating, fi- he's eating fig newtons, you know, it's like, oh, all right, Alex is eating fig newtons. What are we going to do? There's crumbs on the floor. We'll get bugs. Uh, I'm not going to worry about it. Uh, I don't, I don't fight that battle. When he starts chewing ice in my ear, that's the battle <laughs> I fight. You know, like, so I, I selectively pick my battles when it comes to uh, work contract negotiations. Like I pick my battles there. It's like, sure. what's what's more important to me? Um, getting extra vacation time or being on call twenty four hours, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. I let some things go. Like tomorrow, they're calling me in at four p.m. I have to work from nine to noon, four p.m. to seven p.m. Whatever you guys need, 
I'm not fighting that. I get it. Let's do it. But if I want a, you know, an extra week of vacation in contract negotiation, that's the battle I'll fight for. Sure. I pick my battle in relationships. I think we all know that, right? Deb Green, you're married to an, uh, an Englishman. Yep. You know when to pick your battles. Yeah. Right? If, yes. if the Premier Cup is on. <laughs> we uh, have two TVs. You have two, exactly. <laughs> you know, Chuck, you, you are married to the beautiful hot neighbor. You, yes. you certainly know when to pick uh, your battles. Yeah. Schlongoria. Mm. married 10 years on Friday. You know yes. how to, you know when to pick your battles with Leslie, right? Yeah. It's a great Definitely. piece of advice. Pick your battles. Don't die on a hill that's not worth fighting for. Why am I saying this? I have uh, no idea. People, uh, the PETA, people, ethical treatment of animals. What are, yes, yeah. people for ethical treatment of animals. I, I, oh. I think there there are some well-intentioned folks there, and I think they do some good things. I really do. I you know, I'm an animal lover. Chuck's mm-hmm. an animal lover. Longoria, Deb, maybe. Oh, yes. <laughs> maybe. Yes. I don't know. We're not really <laughs> sure. Um, and I think, listen, there, there's some valid things. Yes, slaughterhouses are are, are really bad, and, and p- animals should be treated ethically. But dag nabbit, PETA, learn to pick your freaking battles. Did you see what they did? Oh, yeah. They went after Ugga, yeah. the Georgia Bulldog mascot. You leave those mascots alone. Beloved. But, right? Oh, Beloved. I thought you were telling me to leave them no. alone. Like, yeah, you leave them alone, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Peter, go after, you know, inhumane and cruel treatment. and that. Like, stay in your lane. Why are you going after Ugga, the beloved mascot, as Deb Green said? They had a picture of Ugga uh, from last Saturday's game in, the, was rain. in the rain. He was in his and he was in dog his doghouse, and he looked miserable. For the mo- Anyway. He looked it, like he was sleeping. Well, 90% of the time, bulldogs look miserable anyway. Yes. That's just their face. Yeah. You know, they have resting bitch face, uh-huh. as, uh, as the, the, <laughs> some people like to say. He was not miserable. Have you ever met Ugga? I think he loves, I mean, the problem is they die every five years. It's just like an inbred kind of breed. Yeah. But when they're alive, they're pretty happy. <laughs> they're pretty happy. They're well taken care of. That's my problem with this is he's well taken care of. Absolutely. Well taken care of. So the idea that there's something wrong with him being the mascot and being there. He might be the most petted dog in the world. Yeah. People love taking pictures. He lives a charmed life. Dude, I'm sure they, they give him like ground chuck for dinner. Like he's yeah. not eating Purina one. He's eating like regular steak. And st- like he is pampered. He's beloved. He lo- I've, I've seen many Uggas on the sideline between the hedges uh, in my coverage of the dogs. Mm-hmm. It's a, the dude is living his best dog life possible. Truly the best dog life possible. So when PETA does this, that now people are going to remember PETA for that. Like these jack wagons went after Ugga. When there might they might raise an important issue like oh that's the problem yeah La, Longoria is slaughtering sheep in his uh, basement for some Me. satanic ritual yeah. like th- that pick that battle right don't pick Uga of all the actual animal cruelty that goes uh, on that you, they Chuck. could be exactly. highlighting and, and and promoting awareness to this is not Peter's it. tweet it has a video of of Uga in the dog house while it's raining. He looks miserable, exclamation point. No dog deserves to be packed up, carted from state to state, and paraded in front of stadium of screaming fans. Animals are not mascots. UG Athletics must retire Ugga immediately. He should be at home with a loving family. He is at home with a loving family. The same family's had all the Uggas for years. I'm a little fired up about this for whatever reason. I guess this is just people traveling in and out of Georgia to and from Florida. 75 in Henry County. If you have that uh, Peach Pass, Longoria... You got to get one. You got to get one. That's, I don't really. It's, My I, wife does, but I don't. I forgot. I think it was spring break, mm-hmm. and I had we were driving back from Destin, to and from Destin, and it was the hot spring break traffic. And we got in that that express lane down to the south side. It saved us like 90 minutes.
for a dollar and a quarter. It was crazy. It's not like nineteen dollars a trip. Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. so cheap. It was great. Anyway, uh, Peta, pick your battles. I mean, I, I I think there are some well-intentioned folks there, and and but now any you know, let's say they come up with a legitimate animal abuse story. Like, people wearing fur coats. I, I get it. I would never wear a fur coat. I mean, I've seen the videos of how they skin the, the, the lynx or the minx or whatever to make it. Like, that's a legitimate thing. Like, I don't know if we should be wearing fur coats. We're not, uh, you know, cavemen anymore. That we, we can find other ways to clothe ourselves. That might be a legitimate beef. But when people see this, you're going after Ugga. Any time Peter brings up a, a legitimate issue now, they're going to be like, oh, those are those jack wagons that went after Ugga. Pick your battles. That's all I'm saying, PETA. 404-872-0750-1800. WSB Talk. My old friend, Kentucky Fried Lee. How are you, Lee? I am doing wonderful. How you doing? Excellent. Happy early Thanksgiving, buddy. Happy Thanksgiving to you, sir. Hey, you're talking about words to live by. I went to Grady High School here in Atlanta, mm -hmm. class of 79. Our ROTC sergeant, Sergeant Billy J. Buchanan, he marked the first day I took ROTC. He marches out like George Patton in the movie in front, where he's in front of the flag. He introduces himself. He says, "Gentlemen, I'm going to teach y'all six things right now. And if you don't remember this the rest of your life, you'll be wrong. You remember this, and I always have. Prior planning prevents <clears throat> poor performance. Do I have to cough in the middle of that? Well, I, I think you Oh, gotcha. But I have lived by this my whole life. I'll be 59 years old in January. And since high school, I've lived by those six words. Say it again and for me, Lee. Everything that I do. Say, say the whole thing for me again, Lee. Prior planning prevents <clears throat> poor performance. Okay. Gotcha. I, I figured out what the P word is now. I like yeah, that. Thank you. Yeah, I've lived <laughs> by it my entire life, or at least since high school, and it's 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 done well for me. It uh, and I and I feel like I honor Sergeant Buchanan to this day. He's long passed away now. Well, I, he was listen, Sergeant vet. Sergeant Buchanan's words of wisdom live on through Kentucky Fried Lee under the Mark Aram show. I like that. Going back to Mrs. Santo. Uh, know when to pick your battles. That's that's another good. All right, so I guess we're talking about pieces of advice tonight. That's fine with me. Blaze in the Stone Mountain area. Blaze, welcome to the show. Oh well, you guys just sound happy. So happy Thanksgiving. Right back at you, darling. I appreciate that. Yes, just be thankful for all of the wonderful people around you, your family, your friends. I had lunch today with a long lost friend, my attorney, <laughs> who helped me through so much. It's good to have an attorney friend. Absolutely. Everyone should have an attorney friend, a doctor friend, a veterinarian friend, um, a pharmacist friend. I'm, I'm going to hang up late. Are our phones sounding weird to you? Is it just me? Might be just them. Does Eric, that was two in a row. Did Eric send yeah. a trouble on the phones? I don't think he took many calls. Okay. Um, yeah, we all need a friend. It's, it's good to, I mean, don't be a fake friend, but if you have friends in different uh, industries, it's always good. A real estate friend, an insurance friend. A sound engineer friend. A musician friend. Do you know who I was friends with? Who? Tina Turner. Why? 80 years old today. The great Tina Turner turns 80. The only woman that my dad would have left my mom for. Tina Turner right here. <laughs> oh, really? He flat out said it. He's like, listen, Alice, I love you, but if Tina Turner knocked on the door, I'm out of here. 
So happy 80. We're going to play some Tina Turner tonight. Uh, Words of wisdom. PETA going after UGA. Your thoughts on that? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Pick your battles, PETA. You do not want to fight with Dog Nation. This is how you lose credibility if uh, you have important issues to take on. 404-872-0750. PETA says uh, UGA Athletics must retire Ugga immediately. They said he looked miserable on the sideline of last Saturday's Bulldog game, which you heard here live on your home of the dogs, 95.5 WSB. Chuck joins us in Gainesville. Chuck, what's cooking, buddy? Hey, Mark. You make the drive tolerable. The whole team, you're excellent. Okay, here, here it is. You don't get a second chance to leave a good first impression. Wasn't that was a, Isn't that a commercial tagline for something like uh, head and shoulders or something? Like, I, I think it's great advice, but I think it's been hijacked by, uh, by Madison Avenue. You never get a second chance to make a great first impression. What, what product go. was that? Kit Kat? <laughs> I don't think it was Kit Kat. <laughs> I don't know. Shoulders to Kit Kat. I don't know. What, what, can, you know what I'm talking about, though, right? You never get a yeah, second. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a mouthwash, maybe. Had something to do with. I that. think it was hair. I think it was dandruff or da- something. Yeah, I think that's it, was, my... it was shampoo. So more likely Head and Shoulders, not Kit Kat. Correct. Right, Dad, All right. More than likely. Break sharp, me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. That's their tagline. Chuck, I appreciate the kind words, buddy. Uh, I did not have kind words for Peta, and I suspect you don't either. Pick your battles, Peta. Your thoughts on them calling for uh, Ugga's retirement. Deb Green's got some Ugga facts when we come back. And your calls at 404-872-0750. It's the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB. It's hey, this is Cal Penn, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Reminiscing about the uh, great advice that uh, Mrs. Ronnie Santo gave to me in sixth grade. She said, Mark, pick your battles. Meaning I was probably being a jerk to her. And she said, listen, you don't want to die on this hill. It was great advice. It stuck with me. I'm reminded that today by uh, PETA, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. Pick your battles, PETA. I think there are some good intentioned folks there. Uh, Like I'm sure they've done some good, right? Like the the absolutely dolphins in the tuna nets stuff yeah, like that the seal clubbing that goes seal on seal clubbing yeah. yeah I mean there's legitimate things they they can gripe about but they decided to go after Ugga the beloved mascot of your Georgia Bulldogs because he was in the rain not even in the rain he was in a doghouse during the rainy dogs game on Saturday and they said he looks miserable and that uh, the University of Georgia should retire Ugga pick your battles Peter what's more important clubbing seals. Or, or a very happy, well-fed, well-loved bulldog in Athens. I mean, it's just, it's just dumb. It's asinine, and you lose credibility for when it really matters. Now, if there's a really big story that comes out where animals are getting abused, people are like, oh, those are those jack wagons that went after Uga. I'm not going to listen to them. Pick your battles, Peter. Tell me more about Ugga, Deb Green. All right, so the, the Ugga has a long line. It started in 1956 from the same dog, so it's all the same lineage of bulldog. And the owner is Sonny Sealer, who actually got it as a wedding gift. So somebody gave him a bulldog as a wedding oh, gift. No and that's Yeah, he brought it to a game, and that's how the tradition started. Uh, I guess the coach saw it and it's like, oh, bring this dog back. What so, I would I understand the tradition there. So that lineage, Longoria, that means the family tree. It I go, gotcha. It goes back to 1956. <laughs> I While that I respect that tradition, okay. these Uggas are, are not lasting very long. The inbreeding, like their life expectancy is way shorter than a regular bulldog. That's I'd a like, normal bulldog. 
like 10 years, 8 to 10 years, and these yeah, guys they, are living they, like... They have breathing problems, heart problems. Yeah, I mean, it's a very... Because of their body. I would like to see them mix in some new bulldog blood. Oh, sure. You know, like, let's get these Uggas to last a little bit longer. Yeah, a good N- decade. Yeah, exactly. A 10-year run for for Ugga would be good. What else you got on Ugga? All right, he has his own custom-made jersey that he wears every game. It's the same material as what the football players... And he travels with the team, stays in his own hotel room with the owner... And he's got his own uh, transportation that's separate from the players. So when when the Bulldogs travel, Ugga has better accommodations than Jay Black, is what you're telling me. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Yes. Named National Best Mascot by Sports Illustrated in 1997. Oh, cool. First mascot to attend the Heisman when he went with Herschel Walker. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I think people love this dog. Yeah. Yeah. It is beloved, and people pet it. it. It's living a great life. Bosco lives, my dog, one of my dogs lives a great life. But Bosco wishes she was Ugga. Like, she would she would love that. Any dog would love to have that. Uh, Aaron on Twitter says, uh, do you think Pete has any idea that there's an entire DVM program and hospital at UGA's medical beck and call, at Ugga's beck and call? So, like, the, the whole veterinary hospital is, is there. Yeah. For, uh, like, it, it's like It's like the same care that the president would get at Walter Reed. Like, oh, God yeah. forbid anything happens to the president. They've got this whole hospital ready. UJ's Veterinary Hospital is ready to do whatever they can to Ugga. So that's my advice, PETA. Pick your battles. Your thoughts on this story, and what's some good advice you received that has uh, stayed with you through the test of time? Robert's in Dunwoody. Robert, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, thank you, Eric. Um, I was watching the game, and when I saw Ugga, I mean, he, Ugga looked like he was asleep. He wasn't really caring about what was going on around him. It was nap time. And and I, I, the PETA thing is crazy, crazy. Yeah. Good, now, good point, Frank. Football, good point. My father, growing up, gave me some advice. Yes. That cut everything you hear in half. Cut everything you hear in half. And when I listen to politics, I take his advice. Good, good advice, Steve. I really, I think that's good advice. I only too. listen to half of what you tell me. Also, exactly right. He does the uh, the fast forward, yes. the DVR fast forward. <laughs> That'd be weird to listen to only. L- you should absorb everything you hear, mm. not just selective listening. Wow. Tori's in Griffin. Tori, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. How's it going? What up, buddy? Well, per- first of all, the one thing I was going to say, not only does I going to have his own hotel room and telecommodations, but he also has a custom SUV with air conditioning in the cargo hold where he rides. Ooh. They so, don't, they don't this, give Ugga I mean, a shotgun? He's got a better ride than I do. He's basically in the show for everywhere he goes. Second point was this. You mentioned um, furs and minks and that kind of thing, right? Yes. So my question for you, Mark, is this. Um, what kind of belt you got on today? What's it made out of? Uh, it's pleather. Pleather. Yes, plastic okay, leather. So you know what? I'll give you a pass on that. But you want to know something? <laughs> what? Almost everybody uses leather. Of course. In their wallets, in their purses, in their shoes, in their belts. Yes. Almost everything that's done, it's the same thing as a fur coat, dude. I but I think the way it is um, accumulated is vastly different. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's accumulated by stripping the hide off of the cows. And, but and but after they're deceased, after they're deceased, I think I, I I'm not going to get into the whole tanning business, um, but there there are certain holidays where I I, I don't wear any animal products. I, I was just going to agree with you. There there there's a difference. I yeah, those some of those things are. Uh, and if people are eating cows for meat, don't waste the leather. No one's eating minks.
Nah. Chuck might have. I don't know what's going on in Montana. Uh, those are uh, dirty rodents. Happy 80th birthday to Tina Turner. We're going to play some Tina songs tonight on the show. Coming back with one of your calls. Oh, I spy Russ in Gainesville. He'll be next. Mark Aram Show, 95.5 WSB. You don't think of them at all. You keep your mind on the Welcome back to the show. 58 degrees on Peachtree Street. It's a four and a half of the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. I got a little sweat there cooking Longoria. Shlongoria. Coming up next hour, little scent, Sunjay. Little Sunjay's in Jamaica, apparently. So Randy's going to fill in with Would You Rather. Taking your calls on PETA versus UGA. Uh, Ian is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Ian. Hey, Mark. How you doing? What's up, buddy? Oh, not much. You were talking about um, quotes, like helpful quotes in life. And great life said, advice. Was, uh, yeah, great life. Greatest life advice. Yeah. Okay. He always said that if you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough. That was his go-to <laughs> quote, which was a pretty good one. I like that. I like that. I am uh, – would you – all right, here's the thing. Would you rather be smart and a, and a weenie or dumb and tough? Probably dumb and tough because you get the best uh, life stories out of that. Yeah, I could see that. Chuck, would you rather – this is – we're doing a little early would you rather. Would you rather be smart and a weenie or dumb and tough? Wow, I'm none of those things. <laughs> Smart, dumb, tough, or a weenie? Yeah, I really, I, I'd have to go dumb and tough. Dumb and tough, really? Yeah, I figure I'd Shlongoria. get farther. Dumb and tough. Really? Yeah. yeah I, I don't know what smart and a weenie is going to get me. Exactly. I think you kind you of- get a desk job somewhere and you live a peaceful, quiet life. People, yeah, but you're a people weenie. People overlook them all the time. Like, dumb people fail up like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Damn, that's a good point. You're, yeah, all right. That is good. I think I'd still, I'm going to think about that, but I think I'd still rather be smart and a weenie. Mark is in Marietta. Mark, welcome to the show. Hey, so uh, what being smart and a weenie is going to get you is beat up by the dumb and tough guy. Yeah, but eventually you become the boss of the dumb and tough guy, right? Isn't exactly. That, isn't that That's what they right. say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> if they would have followed the advice of um, my shop teacher in eighth grade, Peachtree Junior High, Mr. Ferris, and I still use it to this day. I'm one of 42 now. Plan your work, work your plan. Ooh, that's almost no poetic. If you're doing construction. Paperwork, yeah. anything. Plan your work, work your plan. Plan your work, work. I'm, so my eighth grade shop teacher, I'm not going to say his name on the air because I don't know what the, what the issue is, but he was fired. We always knew he was kind of a weird dude. And then like three years after we left, he got fired for, uh, so he had access to all the tools in the shop class, Mark, you know? And mm-hmm. uh, he, he was drilling holes into the girls' bathroom so he could see them from his office and he got caught. No. Yeah. And this is middle school. This is seventh and eighth grade. This isn't like wow. Porky's. You remember the, the scene in Porky's? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Bula ball breaker. Exactly. Exactly. Bula. So this was, this was seventh and eighth grade. And uh, I don't know if he ever got charged, but he certainly got fired. Um, that was, we always knew he was kind of a weirdo. Oof. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I didn't say his name on the air. Yeah, I'm uh, glad you brought it up. Joe is up next. <laughs> Joe, he was a good shop teacher. I'm, I still, my mom still has that napkin holder that I made in shop class back in 1986. Does it have holes in it? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, <that's a> <laughs> Joe, what's going on, buddy? Hey, Mark, how's it going, man? Excellent. What's cooking? Hey, first of all, I'd like to thank you for the tickets to Blake show. Me and my son had a blast last night. Oh, how great was that concert? Uh, it, it was pretty awesome, man. We had, we had a great time. Well, you are most it. welcome, my friend. Yes, sir. Okay, so what I live by, I seen it on a church sign. It says, those who anger you control you. Ooh. I guess so, I guess that's good because no one, I mean, aside from Peter today, no one really angers me. I, I don't. I, my blood doesn't boil very often. Chuck, you get mad right a on. lot. 
What um, peeved? Can I, can I tell you another quick story? Yeah, absolutely, Joe. Okay, so it was second grade, right? And there was a there was a cute little girl in my class, and so I had a crush on this girl. And Miss Waters put a math question on the board, mm-hmm. and she said, "Does anybody know the answer?" And I said, "I raised my hand. I was like, I do." She said, "She said, okay, what's the answer, Jody?" I said, "I stood up and I said, I love Maya Hutchinson." <laughs> I've, you know what? I heard that story. Joe actually went Happy. to, uh, yeah, she told me that. <laughs> dude, that's awesome. Dude. She's, she's taking so now, Joe. Out, she's taking Joe. I know she is. So right, I good. said a prayer. <laughs> I said a prayer that night. I said, I hope my first crush is your last crush. Oh, I think you might be right, Joe. Thank you for not dating her in first grade. That my told me that story. <laughs> that he funny. stood up and uh, and said, instead of the answer, he said, "I love Maya Hutchison." And that's my now girlfriend. So thankfully, it didn't work out with Joe back in first grade. <laughs> well, you don't know. Uh, speaking of dating, Russ in Gainesville, Taylor in Bethlehem. We'll do a little combo with them. Plus, would you rather? Stay tuned. It's the Mark Aram Show on a Tuesday. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. The gang all here tonight, Deborah Green, the executive producer of the Mark Aram Show, the finest uh, line on her resume to date. Uh, Shlongoria, who hasn't had done a resume in uh, at least seven years, he's on the other side of the takeout window. He is stoic and low T Chuck screens your calls. Uh, We're going to take more calls on the pita versus Ugga. I got some fun stories to talk about, a couple of fast food stories. Chuck, we didn't mention this yesterday. Did you know you, you, uh, let's say, in your stone house mansion (laughs) in Cobb County, and a wild turkey roams in your backyard, you can't kill it? You want to bet? Well, I mean, you can. <laughs> well, yeah, Phil could kill it for you. Yeah, right. You couldn't hit the, the, the <laughs> big... Phil uh, can't hit anything. But yeah, I'll tell you a story yeah. off air about Phil's marksmanship. Okay. Yeah. But is it right, Deb? You found that story? It's illegal? Yeah, yesterday. It's not turkey season, so you're not allowed yeah, to kill no. him out of season. Yes. That would make, very why much would turkey season not be around Thanksgiving? No, it's only in the spring. Oh, really? In some states, it's in the spring and the fall, yeah. but here it's only in the spring. All right. Do they even have hunting season in Montana? I mean, it's pretty much all year. Uh, open, open, like yeah, whatever I you mean, can kill... Whenever you want is basically the way it is. Yeah, I never I mean, understood the fishing season. Rules are loose. When it, in Connecticut, it was like uh, fishing. Well, I, I fished one, you know, year round. Yeah, no, you can't do that either. Uh, certain waterways and stuff. It depends yeah. on fish populations, and there's a bunch of conservation that goes into when and where you can yeah. to maintain. I, I mean, I get it, but uh, I know it seems you just like breaking the crazy. law. No, I mean, well, I mean, ice fishing. Well, did you ever go ice fishing? I love ice yeah, fishing. Yeah, it's great. It's so much fun. But I don't know. Anyway, um, we're going to get back to your calls. Randy's filling in for Sanjay in just a second. But two of my favorite people, I'm going to combine them again. Russ in Gainesville and Taylor in Bethlehem. What's going on, guys? Come here a minute. I want to talk to you. Hey, good. Just finished up dinner. How are y'all? Excellent. Russ, did you finish up dinner? Yeah, I didn't eat dinner yet. No? No. I went did to... you get those pictures I sent you? I wasn't sure. If yeah, yeah. Actually, I got to forward them. I'm glad uh, you reminded me. I got to forward you the update. You don't have to do that. Yeah, we got no, just a Deb. I'm not. Oh, sending okay. I just need to update the calendar. Yeah, tell us what's going on in your world, Russ. What do we got cooking? So I met these uh, these two Spanish girls. I guess I'll call them. 
Um, and they've been <laughs> in their crazy. They just call? left like five minutes ago. But the one last night, I got to tell you, this is one named Dallas. Yeah. Was with me last night. I got to tell you what she did to me because she fell asleep in the van. So I went in Walmart and I come out of Walmart and there's three police cars and two fire trucks uh, surrounding my van with the lights on. So I go over there and I said, what's going on? They said, well, somebody called and said there's a dead girl in your car. I said, well, she wasn't dead when I went in Walmart. Russ is like, and again, said, well, so, uh, yeah, how many times said, well, this happen? That's not my van. Yeah, so I unlocked the door and I said, Dallas. He goes, huh, what? She sits up. And I said, she's sleeping, man. She's not dead. So then the guy starts messing with me. Um, I, and he goes, well, where'd you get her? I said, where'd you get her? <laughs> yeah, he said, he Here said well, Walmart. how long have you known her? I said, a couple of hours. He goes, so you pick up random stranger girls and put them in your car. And I said, dude, you have no idea. Yeah, you <laughs> said, hey, I'm Russ. You don't know me. I'm Russ in Gainesville, dagnabbit. <laughs> Did you say I'm Russ in Gainesville? No, but I said, you have no idea. I do this every day, you know. And he, he started, you know, mouthing off at me and stuff. I said, look, there's nothing wrong with it. So anyway, we got out of it, luckily, but uh, it's been crazy. Did you know? did the cops say, uh, we're going to call this girl Spanish? Did he, did he, <laughs> did, did he talk to her? Well, see, I, I said you're Mexican. She goes, I'm not Mexican. They're not Mexican, but they speak uh, the language. I don't know where they speak from. Mexican, but they're not Mexican. <laughs> yes, I got well, you. Well, they speak Hispanic, whatever. They've been doing it all day. I don't know what they're even talking about. All know? right, all right. Taylor, chime in anytime if you want to oh give uh, Russ, Russ some advice here. Um, first of all, call her, call them Latinas. <laughs> there you go. Okay, let's okay. Yeah, Latinas is better because if you assume their country, they're going to get really angry. And what, what's okay. where's Dallas tonight? Is she uh, on the run? Well, they just left. See, the other girl, her name is Mary, she kept saying that she lost her car keys all day. So then a little while ago, she was like, oh, I'm going back to my car. i got to go home for a while. So I thought she lost her keys. She said, I just said that so I could go with you. Oh, so, yeah. so now Mary, now put that on the calendar. Mary's with you now. Oh, Mary's oh, today. Yeah, she, okay. yeah. Well, she kept kissing on me, and then Dallas was hitting her in the head. Because oh. Dallas doesn't want me, but she doesn't want Mary to have me either. Oh. So, do, we, do we have any connections at the E Network? I mean, this is the, I would watch this Russ is a great reality more show. than the it Kardashians is. for real. Uh, Taylor, what did you call about anyway? I don't want to rush to hijack your call. What you got, Taylor? Oh, I was just calling with some advice that my grandfather had given me um, when I was a little girl. Your pop pop said, "What advice to you, Taylor?" So, Papa Ralphie said, and it sounds kind of deprecating, but it actually rings true. You can only count the number of true friends you have on one hand because everyone else is out to get you. Or get something from you. What if you have three fingers? Well, then that's all the friends you have. <laughs> that's the all the friends. I don't. I I appreciate that advice, but I I have I have more than five true friends. I think I'm not looking at you, Longoria. Like you are not. No. You're not. But I think I've got more than five true fen- friends. 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 Yeah, and Russ is one of them, right, Russ? Absolutely. All right, Russ. Well, listen. I'm on early tomorrow, nine to noon. If you wake up early, call in. Okay. In the morning, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> in the morning, All right. tell the front desk to give you a wake up call. Get your butt up early and call He's sleeping in. Sleeping in the van, what wake I up will? call? Well, it's chilly tonight. He's going to get a hotel. Is tonight. Mary not there? Can she not wake you up? Yeah, tell Mary to give you a nudge. Yeah, if I see him again, who knows? Huh? They may never come back. All right. Yeah, you'll find something, Russ. I'm not worried about you, buddy. We'll talk to you in the morning. Okay. All right. Uh, 404-872-0751-800 WSB Talk. <laughs> He's the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. He gets more vacation time than Van Hessler. 
Sanjay's off tonight. Randy from the Digital Desk filling in with Would You Rather. How are you, Randalicious? Feeling good. Feeling great, Markster. How are you? That is a very attractive uh, neck piece you've got on there. Is that we call that a scarf? Was it's there an, an, an infinity scarf? An at infinity that. scarf. Geometric style. Uh, what is an infinity scarf? It goes on forever. Yes, it's like it doesn't uh, break. Oh, excellent. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's all one piece, like it's, it's all like one a circle. Piece. Exactly. Oh, excellent. All right. Uh, so you're filling in. You're going to ask us questions. Unanswerable questions. We're going to answer them in the studio. I want the folks in the car to play along in bad traffic. What is the first question, Randy Licious? All right, let's <laughs> let's get into it. All righty. So, would you rather find out your spouse cheated on you on the Jerry Springer show? Oh my goodness! Or get a divorce on Judge Judy? I think I'd rather read Jerry Springer. So I'm going to go with the Springer. You want the drama. Okay. Yeah, I want the drama. Yeah, I think that'd be a more fun show to be part of. Yeah, I like agree. the crowd and everything. So Jerry do... doesn't berate you. Judge Judy berates you. That's true. Yeah, yeah Jerry quite Springer. A lot. She, you know she's the, the highest paid she's television personality in the world. Really? The highest. Wow. She makes like $500 million a year. Wow. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, Chuckles. Uh, I think I'd rather go with Judge Judy. Judge Judy, you like a woman in a robe? I don't want to be. Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) But for different reasons. And she has that slick back hair now. Does she? Yeah. Um, I just don't want to deal with the the Jerry Springer stuff. Understood. Understood. Yeah, Um, I don't want to deal with the Jerry Springer crowd. All right. That's that's a lot of... I think it'd be more fun. I I had a buddy that I worked with at Sears that did Jerry Springer, you know, a long time ago. And he was watching it one time. They They had all the TVs on. He worked in the TV section. And his episode came on like five oh, years no. later. And he, he was like, I just went home. He, he didn't even <laughs> clock out or nothing. He Quit just went home. Yeah, because everybody just All right. made Fair fun. Fair enough. Good question, Randy. What's the next one? All right, number two. Would you rather never understand what your parents are saying or only understand 70% of what your boss is saying? Well, I want to understand what my parents are saying, and I usually don't understand what my boss is saying. <laughs> I've got, well, that's the thing. I've got so many bosses. Yes. Like, there are... I consider if you can fire me, you're a boss, right? That's the, my definition of yeah. a boss. So for there's probably 14 people in this building that could fire me. So I want to hear what my parents have to say. I usually don't know what my bosses are telling me anyway. I never have any idea what my parents are talking about. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> they speak English? Yes. Do your parents <laughs> speak English? My parents speak Yiddish. It's a, uh, yeah. There's, yeah, I, they're, they're just on a different plane as I am. That's okay. All. They're Latina. <laughs> now, both of them. Only one. <laughs> they speak. They don't speak Mexican, according to Russ. Uh, Chuck, are we making a distinction between understanding what they're saying and caring what they're saying? Because my issue is caring what they yeah, say. Yeah. Care oh, it's under. It's understanding. Uh, I understand what everybody's saying. I don't. I understand. This is a would you rather? Yeah. Come on. Now. So, like, your dad calls you up to talk hunting, but you can't understand what he's saying. Uh, or I, or Pete calls you and you can't understand. understand what my or Erickson, yeah. you only seventy. Not paying me and I can't get fired. So. Or if Erickson's like, you only understand seventy percent of the stuff he wants you to do. Uh, like, I probably better understand what he's saying. Then. All right, yeah. Dad. Get my dry cleaning. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pick pick me up cinnamon Again, for my cinnamon roll. I get paid rolls. for that. <laughs> I don't get paid for my father. Exactly. To listen to life advice. All right, Schlongoria. Uh, seventy percent of my boss. All yeah. right. Who is your direct report, Crystal? Yeah. All right. Fair enough. She can't fire me. I don't think. No, I don't think so. But she could fire you. She can't. She can make a recommendation. (laughs) Next question, Randy. All righty, guys. Would you rather have permanently pointy teeth or have permanently red shot eyes? Pointy like a a vampire? (laughs) vampire? Yeah, everyone call pointy, yes. Or or bloodshot eyes. 
I guess bloodshot eyes. And I, I, you don't want pointy teeth. Well, that could. Yeah, it might that, be easier to eat meat. I don't eat that much meat. Um, I just I'm thinking of my social life. <laughs> like the pointy teeth could become an issue. So I'll go bloodshot eyes. They make I can get Visine. I could totally rock pointy teeth, the Snyder style. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could see Deb. That would be a that would be a good look for you, uh, sh- Chuck. Ah, give me the bloodshot eyes. Pointy teeth just seems weird. It does seem a little odd. Yeah, yeah I want bloodshot eyes. Uh, right. Pointy teeth. Is... I can just pretend I was doing something earlier in the day. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I was token up with yeah. uh, Team Clark Howard. Uh, <laughs> Team Clark Howard. <laughs> Randy, what's the next question? Okay, the next one. Would you rather eat a whole jalapeno raw or chug an entire bottle of mustard? Translate that, Longoria. Jalapeno? Jal- jalapeno. Okay, okay. okay. Right. Well, ask you it go. one more time. What's okay, so would you rather eat a whole raw jalapeno or oh, chug an entire bottle of mustard? What is it? Is it a spicy mustard, yellow mustard, Dijon, Dijonese? No, just mustard, Mark. Just mustard. So yellow regular mustard. yellow ale wine mustard. Yeah, we'll go with, table. Yeah, let's go with what Deborah said. I'm going to eat the jalapeno. Raw. Yeah. Ugh. I know, but, I mean, sorry, but it's quicker. Like a, a whole jar of mustard is gonna, it's gonna take a while to go down, and it might not go down well. I'll deal with the short term pain. Come out well of the jalapeno, exactly. <laughs> yeah, raw jalapeno. Raw jalapeno, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, I think a mustard would make me sick. Yeah, uh, I, I'll, I'll go with the just the pain of the. Longoria grows jalapenos. I do. So, so you're yeah. going to eat that, Yeah, I'll, right? I'll eat a raw jalapeno. Right. You got one more? Or is that? I it? do have one okay, more. Go ahead, Randy. Um, actually, two more. But here we go. The fifth one is, would you rather give one piece of bad advice to your best friend that can ruin his or her life okay. or say the wrong thing to your boss 50% of the time? Oh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Sanjay. I'm going to give you advice that ruins your life. I can't, yeah, I can't tell my boss is wrong stuff 50% of the time. So sorry, Sanjay. I mean, it's your best friend, right? Yeah. They'll forgive you. Yeah. Best friend. Even though it ruined their life. Optimistic okay. Deb Green. You. I like it. <laughs> They'll forgive you. So optimistic. Chuck? Again, my best friend's not paying me, so sorry, Steve. <laughs> You're getting bad advice. Like, Steve Winslow? No. <laughs> no more red alerts. Yeah. Is, is who, your best friend Steve live in Atlanta or no, he Montana? Lives in Montana. What's he do for a living? He's a banker. You, whoa, 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 whoa. There, a, there are bankers in Montana. Yeah. Like they yeah, have somewhere to park your Silver gold. Trade still works up there. Yeah. Is it like part of the uh, like the general store? There's a little cage. Like yeah. in Deadwood, they go yeah. over to the cage. cage. And get, get yeah. the, interesting. And so he's a banker he's in a Montana. Banker. Wow. Yeah. Do you keep money in Montana's bank? Like, Are you a good friend like that? No. All right. No. Uh, interesting. I love Montana. They don't, they don't get this big city money. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, Longoria, your answer to that uh, question. Yeah, I'm going to give a bad advice to a friend. Your best friend. Yeah. Okay. All right. There you go. Randy, good job. This girl's like the uh, utility infielder. You could, yeah. We could utility. put you in and you plug any role in the lineup. Good job, my yeah, friend. Yeah, get in where I fit in, man. So Thank you, go. you There you go. Start. Randy from the digital desk. All right. We're going to come back with more of your calls on PETA versus UGA. It's the 80th birthday of Tina Turner legendary musician, actress, and all-around entertainer. And uh, Deb's got some fun stories for us. So hang tight. We'll get you through this traffic. It's the Mark Aram Show on WSB. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Welcome back to the show, 726. Mark Aaron with you till 8 tomorrow on early, 9 till noon. 
Any bets that Chuck's going to make it in here for the 9 a.m. start time? We'll see. Uh, Ken is in Woodstock, Georgia. Ken, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Thank you, Mark. I'm doing well. And uh, some of the best advice I ever got, I've passed on to other grooms. On my wedding day, a white-haired man walked up to me, and he said, would you like some unsolicited advice? And I said, certainly. And he said, whatever she spends on her hair is okay. And I can't tell you how many arguments that might have saved when those credit card bills started rolling in. Hair, we've talked about this, Deb Green. Hair uh, maintenance for ladies is very expensive. It can be. Oh, sorry, Ken. Something, yeah. something wonky with the phones. So what, what's, what's your, like, If you don't get this often, but when you do get the whole shebang. If what, I do, like, a whole cut color style or yeah. thing like that, it can be anywhere from three to $500. God. Bless. I know. I wish I could go into like the super fast cutters and do a twelve buck cut. My my haircut's fifteen dollars. I'm jealous. Yeah, and sometimes there's a coupon. Very you get jealous. it for you get it for like twelve bucks. Yeah. Plus you've got all the accoutrement for the hair. Mm-hmm. Like there's this thing called dry shampoo. Yep. You got conditioners. What was the Head and Shoulders line? You only get it with first chance to make a first impression. Yeah. You only get one chance. Run to, one chance to make something a first like impression. that. Three hundred dollars for a haircut, Longoria. Mm-hmm. All right, so there you go. Let Leslie spend whatever she wants on her hair. It'll save you a lot of battles. Uh, More of your calls when we come back. Plus, Deb Green's got some pretty cool, fun stories we'll uh, share with you when we return. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. This is Valerie Bertinelli, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. He packed in the animals two by two, ox, camel, and a kangaroo. Packed him in that ox so tight, I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the sun, Jeff and him, tell me about the master play. Oh, my love. 7.36.24 in front of 8 o'clock. Mark Aram and pals at your beck and call till 8 in the p.m. And if you don't know, now you know. You can listen to the Mark Aram Show podcast at your leisure on any podco- podcoons, podcast app, and uh, on demand at wsbradio.com and all that good stuff. The Christmas cards will be here on Monday, and then Deb Green's going to get those out okay. to the lucky 300 recipients. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the card looks good. I think it's the best looking card. I like card. the picture she sent us last night. Of the... Oh, <laughs> me and little guy. That was guy. the alternate yeah. version. Me and little guy. Yeah, that was funny. That was I cool. asked him to send me pictures, and that's what he said. Alex had a picture of me That's the picture him. he said yeah. of you. <laughs> <laughs> ah, nice. So uh, I'm excited for that. It's Monday. Uh, tomorrow, I'll be on early, 9 to noon, and then I'll be back doing traffic from 4 to 7. So you're going to get a lot of air tomorrow. Basically, 4 a.m. to noon, you'll be hearing me, and then 4 p.m. to 7 p.m., you'll be hearing what me. What you bringing for dinner tomorrow? I'll be here all day tomorrow. So uh, I don't know. Whatever you want. Cool. My cool. treat. I'll get right. you a bison filet. Nice. Speaking of food, you know what? I might go to KFC. This story that Deb Green found is crazy to me. So I'm I'm obviously a fast food guy. I go to a fast food restaurants a lot. And and Mrs. Santo in fifth grade, sixth grade, told me uh, another piece of good advice. She's like, don't leave that drive through window until you know you got everything you need. And I don't always heed that advice. Yeah. Um, and when I don't heed it, I they forget something. Like my hash browns or my filet of fish or whatever. I mean, it happens. There are drive through mix ups all the time. This woman in Marietta, um, <laughs> now it wasn't her missing. She was at a KFC. It wasn't, she wasn't missing the, the, the three piece. She wasn't missing her mashed potatoes. She wasn't missing her coleslaws. She was missing her silverware or napkins. Okay. So they, they didn't put, I guess, if you're getting you know, a three piece meal, you need silverware and, and napkins. Um, so what did she do? She shot into the drive-thru window. 
What? Because she didn't get silverware or napkins. That's a fast food uh, junkie right there. That's like, you sold me heroin, but where's my needle? You know? <laughs> like, where's the needle? That's a little more acceptable. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you, I, mean you I can know. understand that. Uh, Jonelle Jade Dare, 33, was arrested Tuesday in Sandy Springs nearly a month after she allegedly became so irate. Oh, this, this happened in Shelbyville, Kentucky, where oh, okay. Buford now lives. She pulled out a gun and fired multiple shots into the restaurant because the restaurant forgot her silverware or napkins. Now, when you, let's say you forget to check, Chuck. And you, you like fast food. I've seen you I eat do. fast food a lot. It, what at what item will you turn around and be like, oh, they forgot this? Is there any is there any tipping point that you will turn around and do it? Absolutely none. So if you go to Chick Fil A and you get the number one mm-hmm. with cheese, no pickles, the way God intended it, right? And they forget the chicken sandwich. You're not turning around to get it. Well, like no, the main I, would, entree? I would know that I would know that the bag's not heavy enough. Yeah, so that's obvious. But I wouldn't have left the window. What if they What if they give you the wrong sandwich again? Not Chick Fil A. Still a sandwich. So you're fine. I went to I went to Wendy's the other day. Yeah, ordered some chicken Nasiago thing. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Right. I, Handed me the bag. Had the right weight. Put it down. <laughs> grab my drink. Right weight. I, I, right I got weight. a Dr Pepper with that. Yeah. I ended up with root beer and a junior bacon cheeseburger. Um, but that's a much smaller sandwich. Yeah, that would but, turn. And I and I I literally was pulling out and I was like, yeah, don't care. Yeah. Did you call them? No. Did you call them? I oh. always call and complain. Really? Oh yeah. What's wrong with you? I, I'm I'm gonna get a free meal out of that. All right, let oh, me let's out. go. All right, Definitely. let's focus on Longoria then. Oh, Longoria's yeah. typical order is yeah. a double quarter pounder with cheese at McDonald's. Right, no onions. No onions. Right. I've gotten that many times for you. Yeah. That's a strong order, by yeah, the way. Because they make it that. fresh when the onions. And usually he wants a six piece uh, chicken nugget yes. with that um, as a side dish, as Johnny Kobasa suggests. You drive out of there, and instead of the double quarter pounder with cheese, the weight is the same, Chuck. Uh, <laughs> Thank the, God. The weight's the same. There's two filet of fish sandwiches in there. Oh, okay. What are you doing? I'm, I'm eating that. Yeah. But I'm still calling and complaining. <laughs> Wait, so, you call like a 1-800 number? No, you just call the and the ask store? for the manager and tell oh. them what the problem is. I don't think I've ever called like or whatever. Really? Call. If I was a manager, oh, I'd man, tell you I get, get so bent. many free meals from that. Oh, for crying out loud. I got a meal at uh, Dairy Queen sitting for me for a whole family because <laughs> I called last week. <laughs> what did Dairy Queen mess up? Your blizzard? Oh, uh, they put it. No, they had a hair in my food. Oh. Yeah. That, that'll do it. Yeah. So it I was like, yeah. Like a scam. If I was a man, yeah. scam. Were calling I'm like, up, oh, it's like, Longoria. Yeah, so yeah. I'm going to waste my time calling for a Yes, s- lots. No. That lady yeah. shot through now the window because she didn't have silverware. If I called every week and I could see them saying True that. True story. When I was, I don't know, 13 or 14, mm-hmm. I discovered there's 1-800 numbers on the back of, of products that you buy in the house. Yeah. Right. And my hobby became calling <laughs> up and complaining and getting free samples. It's <laughs> like, stop it. I swear to God. This is, you know, I had no friends. So I'd sit at home and I'd call the 1 800 number and they're like, Windex, how can we help you? I'm like, Did yeah. your mom ever wonder why you were getting random things sent to yeah. the house? Yeah, she told me to stop. She's like, stop. <laughs> oh You're like, calling awesome. the wrong 1 800 numbers. I'd be like, yeah, uh, it's Mark Aram in uh, Torrington. Listen, the, uh, this Windex is leaving streaks. I don't know. I got a bad batch or something. They'd send me up. <laughs> Like nothing cool, like nothing. But still, yeah, I would like, uh, like, uh, I dial up the phone, stovetop stuffing. How can I help you? Uh, Now that's a good one. Yeah, uh, you forgot the spice packet in the. uh, (laughs) Oh, we'll send you out. 
And sometimes they would send the actual stuff, right. but a lot of times they'd send coupons. Sure. Still? I was, I was a weird kid. Great. Yeah. So I get that long going. Yeah, see? But I don't endorse it now. I grew up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it has to be my wrong order. You know, legitimate All right. Thing. One more fast food story. Deb playing. Green found this one. Have you guys heard of the Robin Hood of fast food? No. This no. guy tweeted this the other day. I, he's an adult now, but apparently he used to work at McDonald's for a couple of years. And he said, um, for two and a half years when I worked at McDonald's, I threw 11 nuggets into every 10-piece I ordered. Oh, really? Ordered. Nice. Yeah. And the internet went crazy. They called him the Robin Hood, of, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Yeah. No one ever counts, right? No, I never Well, do. Longoria apparently does. I count. I count. Uh, hey, oh, McDonald's. Yeah, you give me five nuggets, order the six-piece. Yeah. What's the deal? <laughs> Maybe on a, a six-piece you'd notice. Yeah. But if you're flying down the road, you got a 10-piece or a 20-piece. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're not looking. You're not, you're not going to count. But, uh, like, it's pretty it's so nice. On the, on the surface, it's pretty cool. But imagine if every McDonald's worker did that, threw an eleven piece into into eleven nuggets. Into how much ten. money they'd lose? Exactly right. Like <laughs> there's some like guy at McDonald's. Like there's you know there's a company wide email going right now. All right, All listen. Figured out. Yeah, what like it costs per nugget. listen. Don't do this. Like I know this guy went viral, but we're counting the nuggets now. <laughs> like don't them. don't do that. People but, are gonna start doubling up. Put an extra uh, hamburger in your. Yeah. You know, you just get a regular quarter pound. It turns I, into a double. Exactly. But this this guy was doing it for two and a half years. That's a lot of nuggets. And I bet maybe one or two people noticed. Like oh. I just ate my 10th nugget. There's one left. Like, right. no one counts the nuggets. No. Not even Alewine counts the nuggets, right? I mean, he doesn't have time. A six piece is different. If yeah. you only get five, yeah, you can tell. You can tell. The weight is different, as Chuck can, would say. You can, you can tell from the weight between a five piece and a six piece. All right. So, there you go. Two funny fast food stories. I guess the shooting one's not very funny. No, no. But, uh, well, no I, one was hurt, were they? No. No. no, no. Well, then it's funny. <laughs> but of all the things to, to shoot at yeah. because of the silverware, oh, that's absurd. I mean, if you didn't that's... get ketchup, that's one thing. You know, I can see that. I thought you were going to tell me they forgot their fries because I've seen altercations yeah, of that or absolutely. whatever. But for silverware? The worst thing in the world is, and I went to McDonald's yesterday for breakfast. So I tried to go to Chick-fil-A up on uh, Peachtree across from Piedmont Hospital. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's holiday. It'll be light. The line was backed up onto the onto Peachtree. Oh, yeah. They mess up traffic. So I had to pull an audible. I'm like, all right, screw it. I'm going to go to McDonald's. So I go to McDonald's, and the last thing you want to hear at McDonald's is pull up to that other window uh-huh. yeah. or pull over to this. And it's like, yep. oh, God bless. So I get the I get the egg and cheese bagel. It's, it's usually the bacon egg and cheese bagel, but I don't eat pork. So I said, just the egg and cheese bagel, no bacon, blah, blah, blah. So they're all right, pull up to the next window. I'm like, ah, I should have known with a freaking special order. Like, this is going to be for whatever. And I'm driving down. The weight was fine. It had my hash brown in there. <laughs> I'm going to get this. Is no, it's, yeah, now. you're exactly right. You checked the weight. I did. I, the weight. Just checked I checked the, the weight. scale and everything. So I take a bite in it, and it's like, I was like, it's weird. Like, a, I mean, it's not bad. It's just weird. Yeah. So I pull up to the stoplight, and apparently there was a new person on there. And they put mayo on my egg and cheese on a bagel sandwich. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? But it wasn't like, it might not have been mayo. It was like ranch. <laughs> well, that might have, I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> yeah. It was some sort of funky sauce. Yeah. And it did, I mean, it, it wasn't like, I didn't spit it out. I was sure, like, this just, just tastes didn't weird. Taste right. So I wiped all the ranch off of. There was some newbie there going, I've never made the egg and cheese bagel. Yeah, I don't know what's, what's going on. What do I put on this thing? He's the anti Robin Hood and he just screws yeah. up like <laughs> one every anti. 10 orders. He's like, this isn't supposed to be on here, but no yeah. one checks and he's going to This do guy's that. like, he, you don't want bacon? All right, screw you. You're getting yeah. ranch dressing on your <laughs> uh, egg and cheese. Anyway, uh, back to the phone. I'm so sorry, guys. Bill's in Marietta. Bill, you were hanging on too long, my friend. How are you, sir? Hey, hey, Mark. I'm just fine, man. You guys are cracking me up. Excellent. <laughs> I've got. Uh, 
I've got a few words that uh, that I like to live by, and I'd like to share them with you and your audience. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Where you go hereafter depends on what you go after here. Ooh, that is that's like, that? like uh, Confucius deep. That's next level. Who told you that one? Yeah, that one. I, 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 my, my mom actually uh, gave me that one for about 25 years ago. I like it. And Smart lady. I, it's good advice today. Amen. It really is. And you have another one you said? No, that was the only one. Oh, that was that's, a good that's, one. Yeah. That's, that's enough. Go Longoria says repeat it one more time. He's going to write this down. Yes. All right. Where you go hereafter depends on what you go after here. Wow. How about that, Longoria? Do you understand the levels of that? I, that, I do. All right, because it's, it's not just, you know, it, it sounds, you know, cute at, on yeah, the surface. I, I understand but that. But that's a deep, that's level. deep, levels existential, on levels. yeah, that was awesome. I'm glad you wrote that down. Mm -hmm. Dwayne is in ball ground at Georgia. Dwayne, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. I know I'm not supposed to do this, but can I give you a, um, a, a would you rather? I would love it, Dwayne. Absolutely. All right. Would you rather... Be one of the five wealthiest people okay. in America, let's say. All right. Or be able to have two-way communication in spoken English with Bosco. Wow. I'm, I'm actually kind of scared what Bosco would say to me. <laughs> so I'll, t I'll be the fifth richest man in the world. I would love to know what's going on in my dog's minds. That's a great power. Is it Dr. Doolittle? Was that the doctor that could yes. talk yes. to animals? That would be cool to have, but not cool as, as being the fifth richest person but in the now world. Now remember, he, 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 the, the, the dog would be able to talk back to you. Yeah, I get that. I understand the premise. <laughs> um, which, that would be cool, but it's not $50 billion worth of cool. Now, if you yeah, said... Well, I, I, I'd still take the being able to communicate with the dog. Because really? I figured I could monetize that. Well, yeah, that could be. No one would believe you, though, right? No, everyone else could hear him as well. Oh, well, then the government would take the dog, and it'd be a whole thing. Peter would come and ask Pete, you to yeah. retire it. Yeah, Peter would come and say, what did you do to this damn dog? Great call, Dwayne. A uh, little breaking news, Schlongoria. Where Via the Piccadilly Hector? text line from Overnight News ace Mark Aylwine. No surprise, he does count the nuggets. I told you. I, on a 20-piece, though, I don't think he's... Aylwine, text me back. Are you counting on a 20-piece? I can't believe anyone counts on a 20-piece. A six-piece, yeah. If you get shorted or you get an extra one, you'll notice. A 20-piece, if, if you're rolling down 316 like Aylwine is right now, you're not counting them. All right, this is nugget one in my mouth, nugget two in my mouth. Maybe you like go the backwards. one. Yeah. <laughs> I bet if you go backwards, it's probably easier. 20, yeah. 19, 18, okay. 17, boom, boom, boom. All right, one more segment to go. It's Tina Turner's 80th birthday. Longoria's been playing the Tina Turner hits. Very talented Somewhat individual. Yes. Uh, we'll come right back. Final segment of the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Got an update uh, from Mark Aylwine on the Piccadilly Hotline, Longoria. Uh, he does not count the 20-piece. Oh, wow. He should McDonald's. start. But last time he was at Wendy's and got a 10-piece, they gave him 13 nuggets. Oh, wow. That's insane. Uh, more breaking news. So I went to the uh, website of McDonald's. And I thought that was ranch dressing on my egg and cheese bagel. Yeah. Apparently, Deb Green, it's something called breakfast sauce. Yeah, breakfast sauce, soybean oil, egg yolk, sugar, and vinegar. Hmm. What the hell is breakfast sauce? I don't That's know. What it is. <laughs> but I thought it was ranch dressing. Like, why is there ranch dressing on my egg sandwich? Sounds like terrible ranch. But apparently, it's a, who decided that they needed breakfast sauce? 
They don't put that on, on the Egg McMuffin breakfast sauce. Anywho, uh, John's in Alpharetta. John, real quick, buddy, what do you have? Hey, Mark. Well, just to pick up on that, so I was going to say, if you get a bagel, that's kind of the hidden, maybe talk to Johnny K about this, but that's the hidden gem on the McDonald's breakfast menu. I, I, I agree. Like the, steak, the steak, egg, and cheese one at the end. That's, I mean, if you, I mean, if you got to fill up in the morning, yeah, egg, cheese, you know, bagel, and it's a like steak. A, that's what Jay Black like gets all the time. One, but it's caramelized onions, and then that. Yeah. I was going to call it hollandaise sauce, but <laughs> it's bra- oh, it's, so the breakfast sauce is on the steak one too. Yeah, with caramelized onions. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, whenever I get a McDonald's order in the morning, Jay Black wants the steak, egg, and cheese bagel. I think Alex Williams does too. Jake's in coming. Jake, real quick, what do you have? Hey, Mark. Uh, so one time I got a breakfast sandwich from Dunkin', and I tried to bite through it, and I didn't go off my. It couldn't bite all the way through it, and I pulled out. Just left the wax paper in the sandwich. Ooh, little bonus. That you didn't shoot oh, up yeah. the place though, right? No, no, definitely not. You didn't shoot. All right, good job. Uh, Longoria, let's do Star of the Show. This is a tough one. Everyone was really good today. And now, are you guys, guys ready for the Mark Aram Star Thank you. Show. That means a lot. Um, I'm going to give it to our utility infielder, Omar Infante, a.k.a. Randy from the Digital Desk, just jumping in and doing whatever we ask. Uh, Dusty, you got five seconds. Dust, what's up? Hey, not much. I was calling about the breakfast sauce. If I've been into any sandwich that had anything more than bacon, egg, and cheese or egg and cheese onto it, I would pull along, go and call the restaurant. I would throw up. Yeah, it's breakfast sauce. It's a thing. Jim, you got three seconds, Jim. Sorry, buddy. Ah, so my folks had a toast. Beautiful. Thank you, Jim. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. We're on at 9 a.m. tomorrow. Tune in. Guests Van of the Mark Hessler. Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.